on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thank you for all the calls and texts, 402-464-5685. Keep them coming. We are joined now on the Honda Lincoln Hotline by Husker Online's Robin Washit. Robin, good morning. We'll ask the same question we just had with the listeners last segment regarding open jobs in the Big Ten West. What is the better head coaching job, Nebraska or Wisconsin? Is it obvious or not, Robin? Um, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. I think the program – with the higher ceiling, in my opinion, if you, everything is done correctly and all the the rope is being pulled in the same direction, is Nebraska. But I think the current state of the the job is probably Wisconsin. I think it's, Wisconsin's a shorter rebuild. Um, I think everything is to win now is much more in place than is it Nebraska. But like I said, I think that if you make the right decisions, get the right person and personnel and all that stuff. I think Nebraska has the higher ceiling. So it just depends on, on, on how you view things. When the news came down on Sunday that Wisconsin had fired Paul Christ, what was your reaction? Uh, I mean, just because I'm not dialed into it, I was surprised. Um, but kind of reading into it more, like it, it shouldn't have been a total shock. Just, it just seems like that was something that, that may have been uh, – coming a little bit just with the dissatisfaction about the direction of the program and um, kind of looking more into it, the the parallels between uh, this situation and, and the Frank Solich and Nebraska situation seem pretty striking. Just the comments being made, the um, you know, the way things kind of turned on um, you know a guy that, that won a lot up there. Uh, it just seems like there's a lot of similarities there. So I was surprised at first, but um, – you know, I guess if you were a little bit more dialed into what was going on up there, uh, it shouldn't have been a total shock. Robin Washett joins us from HuskerOnline.com. Interesting. In, in your five things that we learned from Nebraska's football press conference yesterday, you you touched on Casey Thompson's list of injuries or list of ailments that he's already incurred this year. He said he's already dealt with a left calf contusion hip pointer, left wrist sprain, AC joint injury, sore, sore jaw, and, sh- and a shoulder ailment. What what goes through your mind when you hear that? Yeah, a little bit different than uh, hearing about a guy that had a, had a broken jaw. We didn't hear about it until three months later. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I guess everybody's dealing with stuff. I guess that's kind of what you got to remember. Um, it's not a surprise that... Casey's been beat up like that, um, just watching the games. Um, he's been knocked around pretty good, uh, especially in that Oklahoma game. Uh, so, you know, I guess to, to hear it all laid out like that kind of opens your eyes a little bit. But um, given what we how we've seen the, the at least the first four games play out, um, should have been a total shock that, that he is dealing with some stuff. Um, you know, I think it's one – he speaks to his toughness to be able to play through that. Um, and then the, the fact that he said that the only way that I'm coming off or I'm going to be willing to come off the field is if it's a season ending injury. So um, he's willing to play through a lot. He kind of laid out what he's already had to play through. Um, so you, know, you got to give him credit there for, for gutting it out through 
um, you know, some pretty notable setbacks. Um, and it all kind of speaks to the importance uh, for the rest of Nebraska's offense to figure out how to do a better job to keep him healthy. Uh, if they want him to last over the course of the rest of the season, um, they cannot let him take that type of beating that he's had the first quarter of the season. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, made you pay attention a little bit to what exactly Casey's been dealing with and um, how much of a concern it is that uh, he's already been that beat up uh, and we're not even halfway point through the season. Robin, Sip and I were a little bit confused last week why Nebraska was favored against Indiana. Then they proved why, because they won the game by 14 points. Nebraska is favored again at Rutgers on the road. Are, are you entering this game Friday expecting Nebraska to win and, and get back-to-back wins, which has not happened in quite some time in Nebraska? Yeah, I mean, uh, you feel a little bit more confident that they're capable of going out there and winning. Um, but again, this is a program that uh, has not won back-to-back Big Ten conference games since 2018. So um, this is very rare territory that we're talking about, especially going on the road and doing it. Um, so if they play the way that they did against Indiana, um, certainly uh, I, I would see why they're going to be the favorites. But this is also a team that you know, putting back two consistent games of football has been very difficult for them for a long time. Um, and so... I, like I said, I, that w- w- with what we saw against Indiana, I feel a little bit more confident that that's that's maybe a realistic scenario. But um, I'm still in that camp where, you know, before I predict them to win two straight games and win a game two straight games that they're supposed to win, uh, I need to see them do it first. Um, I need to see that uh, they're able to handle even a sliver of success. Uh, I just think back to how many times Scott Frost would say, uh, guys are feeling too good about themselves. It's like, how do you feel too good about yourself after one win? So will they fall into that same trap again this year? I, I want to I see that first yeah, uh, before, before I get overly confident that even in the game that on paper I like the matchup. Um, I think Nebraska has a lot of positives in its favor and that makes sense why they're favored in this game. But there's all those other um, – X factors that have plagued Nebraska for the last four years that I need to see them be able to, to get over before I, I fully invest in them winning this game. Uh, a factor that has plagued Nebraska in the last four years has been subpar offensive line play. Did they, you think they found something, Nebraska? Do you think they found something at right tackle with the rotation of Hunter Anthony and Bryce Benhart? Yeah, I think um, they needed to do something because just leaving Bryce – Ben Hart out there uh, was for the entire game was not working. And so, um, you know, they kept Bryce as a starter, but Hunter Anthony ended up playing, when I believe, eight more snaps, um, at least according to Pro Football Focus, uh, than uh, Bryce Ben Hart did. And I think that gave him <clears throat> a little bit more stability. Um, and I think it's, it's probably good for Bryce just to be able to, you know, you talk about being able to see the game differently, to be able to take a, a few drives off and, um, you know, just kind of get refocused, regrouped. I think that's good for him, but also it's good uh, to give him a little bit more depth there, get Hunter Anthony some, some Big Ten level experience uh, to, to make him a more viable option for when Bryce Benhart struggles. So I like 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 Mickey said, I expect that to continue on to this week with, with that heavy of a rotation where essentially it's 50-50, if not um, you know, maybe a little bit more in favor of Hunter Anthony, even if Bryce Benhart's the starter. So 
yes, I do think that that was a positive development um, just to give them another option at right tackle because um, before that it looked like they didn't really have anybody else. So now Hunter Anthony proving that, that he can go out there and, and be a viable backup, um, that gives you a little bit more uh, a little more options there. And then uh, Brandt Banks, too, on the other side. Um, I thought that he stepped up and played well at left tackle after Turner got um, ejected from that game. So both Hunter Anthony and Brandt Banks, you know, the way that they were able to play in that situation makes you feel a little bit better about the tackle depth. And before that, tackle depth was, was right up there as a kind of a, a glaring concern, um, especially in that offensive line group. Last thing, Robin, regarding uh, basketball, last Friday was opening night. You had Waka Flocka Flame there. Uh, waka the... Waka Hawka. <laughs> no. <laughs> what was that? Please. Nice try. Please. Nice try. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's always hard to, to have any takeaways or even things of note when it's a scrimmage, but I guess what, what stood out most to you, if anything, Robin, from Friday night's opening night? Um, you know... The, again, so here's the deal. It was a practice, and yeah. <laughs> it was essentially a carbon copy of what we had seen just the day before on Thursday. They, they let us in for the first 30 minutes of practice and like exact same drills. So that particular event didn't, didn't do much for me. I'd say the overall. Um, for TBWA Shiat Day New York and Nissan ISKI code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Aria Launch, GM brand fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with two pop. The all new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E Force all wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expected availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in four with E-Step off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roco slash fuller. Theme was that uh, you know, clearly they're, they're putting an emphasis on defense, and I think they wanted to better showcase that um, with the practice and, and look, show all the little things that they're working on with rebounding drills, defensive drills, while also still keeping an emphasis on transition. Um, this is going to be a real uh, interesting uh, combination and um, recipe that Fred cooks up here where they want to be this defensive-minded team that, you know, owns in on offensive rebounds while also trying to play 
at their normal Big Ten leading tempo offensively. I, I just, I'm very curious to see how that comes together because with the speed in which they practice, the emphasis they put on transition work, combined with um, all this talk about you know, being a defensive-minded team, uh, crashing the offensive glass, uh, and, and doing all that stuff, normally those two things don't go together. So I'm very curious to see how, the, how they blend that into a winning product. You know who else is very curious? Yes. Trev Alberts. <laughs> He's watching. He's very curious. He's watching. Uh, Robin, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We'll chat with you again next week. Sounds good, guys. See you later. Good job, Oscar Robin. Online's Robin Washington. Ooh, a lot there. This is a nice time of year, isn't it? We Everything. have a lot to a lot's talk going about. going on. There's no shortage of topics. No, right we now. have a lot to talk about. Well, you're going into, you know, you have a coaching search for football right now. We have a coaching search for football. We have one at Wisconsin. And and we'll see what happens with basketball. We'll see what happens with basketball. We still have a season to play, and there's already there's some hope now. Um, there's the, the plot's thickened is what, I, what I'm suggesting, right? Yes. The plot's thickened with one win. One win, and two, one win thickened the plot at Nebraska. Two losses thickened the plot at Wisconsin. A, a blowout loss at Ohio State and a blowout loss on the home field to Illinois. That thickened the plot. Do you think Chris gets fired if they lose a close game against Illinois? Close game, maybe. Where they don't have 24 carries for two yards? Yeah, if they win that game, you wonder if he gets fired. Probably no, he's not. not. No, he's not getting fired. Yeah, I don't think he can no fire. Yeah, can't I don't do think that. you can do that. No. If they had lost a close one, I'm curious what they do. But, yeah, they got, they got blown out. Okay, so think about what we're talking about. If they win that game, then they've got Northwestern this week. If they keep winning, you're McIntosh sitting there going, okay, what, no, what am I going to do here? Because I don't think it's going in the right direction, but they're beating these bad teams. Yeah, tough to fire a coach when he's winning. Yeah. Let's play the game. So give us a call right now at 464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. You had a nice win yesterday to get off the 0-5 streak you had from last week. 17-7 and is the record. Yep. Today is, uh, if you like fantasy football, this is for you again. NFL wide receivers, what teams do these guys play for? Great. How you feel about that? Not that good. Not you're, you're terrible. A big, you're a big NFL guy, though. Um, osmosis. If you think you know NFL wide receivers, 464-5685. Shut up. Simple starts right now. We've all been there. We don't. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the dick down, Sip and Trivia. You are 1-0 on the week. You feel not great about NFL wide receivers? Sketchy. We're not going back to the 70s here or the 80s. These oh, see, that would be nice. These are current they, wide receivers. Yeah, it'd be nice if you went to the 80s Well, or the 70s. Can't do that today. These are current ones. Guys playing right now. Why can't you go back to those? I have. I do it all the time. Not all the time. Who do we got? We have Rogan, like Joe Rogan. Okay. Rogan, uh, good morning. How do you feel about uh, NFL wide receivers today? Uh, pretty solid. Okay. Oh, are you a yes. fantasy football player? Uh, yeah, I am. Oh, that's wonderful. You're in trouble. Yeah. You're in trouble. All right, first question goes to you, Rogan. Here we go. What NFL team does wide receiver 
Cortland Sutton play for? The Broncos. Denver Broncos is correct. Would you have had that, Sid? No. Well, what have you guessed for that one? Not the Broncos. Smart. Smart. Okay. No, not smart. It would well, have been smart dumb. smart to not say what your right. answer was going right. to be. Right. That's right. what I mean. All right. Uh, down one zip, zip. First question. What team does wide receiver Corey Davis play for? Uh, he plays for Seattle? Nope, he is not a Seahawk. Do you want that one, Rogan, or not? Yeah, it's the Jets. Yeah, this is going to be this is be rough. This is rough. 2-0 lead for Rogan for the quick resounding 3-0 sweep. Rogan, what team does wide receiver Chris Olave play for. Oh, come on. The Saints. That is potentially the quickest game show we've ever played because Rogan did not dilly-dally. It was right to the point. Good job, Rogan. You answered the, the Seahawks right away incorrectly. Right. right. And uh, that was like a one-minute game show. Rogan, well done. We'll get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Yeah, if I want to, I'm a K-State fan, so. Oh. Thanks, Sip, for the for the quarterback and the win today. <laughs> You're welcome, Rogan. Good job, Rogan. Really good job. And I guess I would have gotten Olave. Okay, give it give it the other one. Thank you, Rogan. Uh, what team does wide receiver Christian Kirk play for? Christian Kirk. Rams. And he's on the uh, Jacksonville Jags. Has he ever been on the Rams? No. Cardinals before this. Okay. Uh, while we're at it, let's see if how can you how you do here. Uh, Tyreek Hill leads Tyreek the does. NFL in receiving yards through four games. How many yards does he have through four games this season? Okay, if he's leading the NFL, he must have seven hundred and seventy. He's through four games. He he's must averaging have. almost two hundred yards a game. <laughs> really, <laughs> to you? Okay, we'll say. About, I'll, I'll revise. It. Please, God, try again. Yeah. 540. 477. Okay. You know, receivers do have bad games once in a while. Well, if he's leading the NFL, I figured he'd be four up games. Well, putting up nearly it, you know, it's, it, it. Bad guess. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad guess. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and by the way, I said something in the previous segment that I want to go back on a little bit too. I've had this problem today of having to sort of go back on things I say, which is not a good look for anybody. I, I said beating bad teams in the Big Ten West. I don't think the Big Ten West is bad. I think it's there's a lot of parity. I think they're it's even. I think there's balance. I think Northwestern is bad. Um, I do too. That's a terrible loss right, for Nebraska. Right, it's a terrible loss. Yeah. Now I just I'll just stop there. I just don't think that it's a I don't think those teams are bad. I don't think Purdue's a bad team. I don't think Minnesota's a bad team. Iowa and Wisconsin are down. But Wisconsin might be bad. Wisconsin yeah, might be they, bad. But they'll, they'll probably bounce back. Mm, we'll see. Well, let's, let's see what that Wisconsin-Northwestern game voice. looks like. Let's see what Wisconsin-Northwestern looks like. That's going to be well, interesting. It might be ugly. What if, yeah. Well, I think it will. It's always ugly. Even yeah. when those teams are good, the game's ugly. But will Wisconsin beat Northwestern? I think so. Northwestern's bad. Is that what you'd pick right now? Yes. They're Wisconsin nine, they're a nine and a half lost, point favorite. Wisconsin just lost on its home field 34 to 10 to Illinois. And you say this with great confidence that they're going to beat Northwestern. Why? They just got terrible. They just got hammered by Illinois, yeah, Wisconsin. I know. It's two bad teams. Northwestern's worse. That's why. 
Northwestern is awful. And it, that loss is going to be one of the most baffling ones that Nebraska's had in a long time. Well, I think they were baffled by it, too. Well, and I think it knocked them back quite, what, quite a bit. People that got fired because of that, right. basically. Mm-hmm. Now, it was after that, but mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that caused firing. Yep. It probably should have, looking back at it now. So, by the way, before we get to break, uh, I did this yesterday, but I'm going to do it again today. If you want a chance to win two free tickets to SIP Nebraska, yes, that's you, SIP. SIP has nothing, it has nothing to do with SIP me. Nebraska either Friday or Saturday. We'll give you uh, two tickets for one of those. Caller 5 right now at 464-568-5 win passes. That means you get unlimited drinks uh, from wineries and breweries and dist- distilleries all across the state on either Friday from 4 to 10 p.m., Watch the Husker game there against Rutgers or Saturday from 1 to 10 p.m. there. Uh, it's a fun event at Haymarket Park. And I encourage if you don't win the tickets, buy your own tickets at sipnebraska.com. But caller 5 right now will win those tickets at 464-5685. We will wrap up things with the spillover next on Early Break in the Ticket. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. 